Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Purdy Insurance. Visit Purdy Insurance on Market Street in Sunbury or visit online at purdyinsurance.com. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motors Studio, here's Steve Jones. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Q. It's 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Matt will put off the play-by-play call of the day because uh, we've got a limited window with Andrew Marchand, our friend from the New York Post. Andrew, welcome back to the show. Great to have you with us. Thank you for your time. Yeah, thanks for having me. So Woj, uh, look, uh, Adam Schefter and Woj, whether it's football with Schefter or Woj, they usually say something and it's gospel. What prompted him to even respond to Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri, who was critical of the NBA's policy on what to put on the back of jerseys? Well, I think, you know, I think I don't want to get too much into politics. I don't know enough about Senator Hawley really to – to speak to him, you know, his, like, tactics and whatever. But I think Woj's perspective was um, he was not, like, a good actor in the situation and that the question was just sort of more trolling than uh, than a specific question. Though I think you could argue that, you know, the NBA and its involvement in China, um, you know, and, 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 and then the NBA's uh, social activism um, that – you could question them and, you know, say, you know, well, how can you, how can the two things be hand in hand um, where you're in business with China and, you know, some of the allegations against the Chinese government um, that have gone on. So, um, so the, but, but I think, so I think that, so I think for Woj, it was a, a question of um, frustration, uh, which I've been told he regrets. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, my only knowledge of Senator Hawley is one of my students in my class uh, worked with him, worked for him in the Attorney General's office in Missouri. So that, that's my only knowledge about him, just conversation. So I'm with you. I, I really don't know. Uh, other than that, obviously. This is out of character for Woj. He usually is just telling you he doesn't really give his opinions a lot. So that's why I thought this was this is why I thought was so strange about this because if you were to ask him about moving the something benign, like the NBA three point line to twenty five feet, he'd explain the pros and cons on each side and wouldn't give his opinion. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean this is a private well, it was a work email, but it was a private exchange and um I can't tell you exactly what he was thinking, but uh, I right. think it was frustration and and uh and feeling that the question was cynical instead of uh, something that was someone was trying to get to the bottom of something. How long is the suspension? We do know it's without pay. How long is it, Andrew? Two weeks. Um, I reported last night. Um, you know, ESPN hasn't acknowledged the suspension, so <laughs> uh, you know, obviously, Woj is not on the air. But so you should expect them back uh, you know, two weeks from Saturday. Uh, that's the twenty fifth, which. If the NBA season goes on, that'd be five days right before the season starts. Um, but it's going to be very noticeable. Woj 
you know, for anybody who watches the NBA or is on Twitter or um, just any of ESPN's platforms, he's omnipresent. So uh, he will not be doing any of those things the next two weeks. Because this is just my personal opinion. When you invest $1.4 billion in what ESPN has done per year, I felt like I have felt like Woj has been one of those guys that's kept the presence of that investment in front of you 365 days a year. I think he's been critical of what they've done. Yeah, I think they feel that way too. I think the NBA feels that way as well. And I don't think there's any real fracture in the relationship. Now, could things change? Yeah. But I think that if you look at it, you know, if it wasn't Woj, I think another person might have gotten fired. I mean, he yes. did say, yeah. you know, an expletive you to a U.S. senator, which, again, regardless of what he thinks or anybody thinks of the senator, which, again, I don't know much about him that much until now. I've heard of him before this, uh, really. Right. Um, he, it was still stupid. I mean, there's no other word to, to use than to say it was dumb because even if you didn't like his email and you're frustrated, it's just like you could just delete it, ignore it, or you could say, yeah, no thank you, or you could even express like that you thought it was cynical and that he wasn't really trying to get to the bottom of anything. There are just other ways to express yourself. Yeah. The two <laughs> words that he used just aren't professional. He's using his ESPN email. I don't think Disney had much of a choice uh, than that they had to do something there. You just can't say that's yeah. okay and move on. But like I said, if it wasn't Woj, um, the person might have been fired. Uh, how is uh, that? Will Woj uh, be allowed? And I just mean this in general. It has nothing to do with this scenario. Was he going to be allowed to be down in the bubble? Yeah, he was scheduled to go this week, so he would have been down there. Now when he comes back, from what I'm told, it's not going to be it's not a punishment, but he may not. He may or may not go. Uh, depending on which they, where they think he'll be more useful. Because the thing about the bubble is that the access to the players is not really good, even for the media who are paying the $65,000 for the full freight. And ESPN as a broadcast partner you know, figures to have more access than others. But it's still not great. And, you know, Woj, like a lot of us, I mean, I think, you know, it's, the reporting that you do that's really beneficial is usually on the phone. Uh, not that meeting people in person is very important, you know, right. which we can't do right now much, at all, if at all, during this pandemic. But, but that is important, and that, and that can be more fruitful. But, but you can get a lot done now with the phone, and you know, being in a closed environment in that bubble, um, does it does it's not really, I don't think, advantageous, except for when he's on television, and there is a visual that's probably effective being there, and it feels very. Uh, like you're an insider because you're inside where everything is going on. So, so they and they might choose to have him go down there, but um, I don't think uh, that's definite. If he does go down there, it'll be very popular. The players seem to be uh, very much united behind uh, Woj, including LeBron James, who tweeted out free Woj. Right, exactly. And you're right. I mean, it would be great for the optics, but you and I both know that Adam Schefter and Woj, who do they do great work. But their connections are with some management people. Agents are big in terms of their connection with the stories they break, players and so forth. And you can do that without actually physically being there. Yeah, exactly. So you know, he's talking to GMs a lot. Um, yeah, he has a lot of relationships. So you know, he's doing it now and, and, and having stories throughout this whole uh, pandemic where the game's been shut down. But I don't imagine that would change. Uh, so, um, be, look, here's the thing, and you know this because of your other job. 
Um, you know, people have talked about, and this is a little bit of a different issue, but people have talked about, well, you know, maybe you know, people will do games off the studio uh, right. monitors and, and not being at events. And you could maybe do that for a little while, and someone like you has a lot of institutional knowledge could do it because of your experience. But over time, that doesn't really work, in my opinion, and that would be a mistake uh, if, when, if and when, uh, not when, I think eventually, we'll be able to go places again freely uh, or more freely. Um, I, I think if, if, if uh, broadcasters and teams and leagues you want your broadcasters there. If they learn more, they're more informed, it's better for the audience. And ultimately, kind of to your point about Woj and his impact on putting the NBA at the forefront for 365 days a year, uh, it helps people enjoy the sport, which, again, might not be something that's tangible on your um, on your accounts at the end of a season, but I think over time is important. So, uh, so that's something that... Uh, when you look at this situation as well, that uh, you want to be on the ground, and, and, and that's important you know, overall. Yeah, and the final question, because I know I have to let you go. You only had a limited window. Uh, your point is spot on about doing games off a monitor. In a pinch, you can do that, and this is the ultimate pinch. <laughs> All right, uh, But you're right. You have to be there, which then brings me to what was going to be my final question, ironically. How does the NBA plan on covering this TV-wise for us to watch this and radio-wise? Is this going to be done for the most part off-studio? Or, will, example, will Mike Breen and, and Jackson and, and so forth uh, be down there? So the national broadcasters will be on site, uh, except for Marv Albert, who's 79, and the yes. NBA and, and, and Turner, along with Marv, decided that it wasn't in their best interest for him to go because – we know that uh, there is an age component to people getting very ill with COVID. Uh, so uh, everyone involved decided not to take that chance. Uh, but the national broadcasters will be on site. The local broadcasters will be doing it uh, from their studios uh, or, you know, or, or home, uh, depending on the regional sports network. So they will not be on site. They're trying to limit how many people are there, but they do want that big time feel. And, they also are going to have, I think, some interesting camera angles, and you may be able to hear the players. And the, the issue with that is then you hear swearing and all that kind of stuff that happens, <laughs> and then you, you run into that issue. I mean, I, I will say this, having watched soccer, and um, you know, that's mainly the sport that, you know, where they added crowd noise so far. You know, golf is not something you'd add crowd noise to. But I do think, like, if you watch soccer, it's much better with the added crowd noise than without. I mean, I, don't, I, I, I know that some of the purists, maybe out there who are on my feed and on Twitter that oh, they don't like the, the other day MLS Fox did have the crowd noise ESPN did not it just does not it just again I love the sport so for me it's, I like watching it but still it feels bigger with the with the sound underneath it even though it's not real the sound underneath it helps I also think something that you could see with the NFL and possibly baseball is virtual fans in the seat and my initial instinct would be, no, that sounds terrible. But when I'm told, it looks realistic, um, and they can really make it look like the real thing. And I get it, that's fake, but I, it might make the, the event and the viewing uh, for the fans uh, more, uh, more enjoyable. So I think that's yeah. something to watch out for in terms of where things are going. Interesting. The Oakland A's, you can buy a cardboard cutout with the seat. And if a foul ball hits your cutout, they'll send you the ball autographed by the team. 
So. <laughs> and I think the other one here we have in New York is, uh, you know, Yankee Stadium. Obviously, they, they spent, I don't know, one or two billion dollars to build it. And they made the seats <laughs> yeah. so expensive behind home plate. And they have, like, a, a restaurant underneath. And the, so the seats behind home plate are they, many times they're not open. So, so I was joking with somebody uh, today if uh, – if they do have the virtual fans on the Yankee Stadium, they're going to have to leave those legend seats behind the home plate. They're, they're going to have to leave those open to make it feel more realistic. <laughs> exactly. I did a pinstripe bowl in there once in Yankee oh, Stadium. Okay, so. Yeah, so oh, I thought... yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. My, uh, my father-in-law was at that game because uh, uh, he's a Penn State alum, proud Penn State alum. So, uh, yeah, that was a good. That was a great game, by the way. That was, uh, yeah, that was well, one of the great ones. Then they went on a last-second uh, field goal. Uh, actually, believe it or not, overtime on an extra point because BC missed its okay. extra point. Okay, yep. extra point. So, yeah, it was a very exciting uh, game. Yeah. I, I remember that pinstripe. One, one of the great pinstripe bulls of all time. Well, you don't have to go far on that list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was a joke. That was a joke. I've been like six or something, maybe seven. But that's number you. one, though. That was a great – I got him the ticket. So, that was a, uh, I was happy that uh, – he was able to go. He really enjoyed his time there because that was a oh, that was glad. a fun one. I'm glad. I'm thrilled to hear that. Hey, Andrew, it's always great having you on, even if it's a limited window. It's always tremendous. All right, thank you very much. Have a good one. You too, Andrew Marshan, New York Post. Uh, again, uh, the story about the Woj suspension. Andrew's reporting that it's going to be two weeks without pay. It'll run out on Saturday, the 25th. Uh, they're still not sure yet whether they'll send him to the bubble. He was scheduled to go to the bubble. Uh, but, again, there's also this, when you look at what his job is, it is effective having him on site, no question. But he also can be very effective off-site, too, because he is constantly working the phones, as Andrew pointed out. All right. We'll take a break. Uh, he's right, by the way. It's something he's, uh, Andrew was really spot on about, too, was he is absolutely right about uh, the ability to broadcast games on-site versus in a studio. You can get away with it, but you are... Um, and right now, okay, it's the smart thing to do. Long-term, it is the wrong thing to do. Long-term. I said long-term. I didn't mean now, long-term. Sometimes you have to do something that's necessary, but you need your broadcaster on site. You do. All right, we'll take a break. Brought to you by Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com on News Radio 1070 WKOK. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. 
DSMC Way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? DSMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Today's show brought to you by Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. Purdy's have served this valley for decades, finding their customers the best deals on auto, home, life, business, bundles, but not just making it a deal for you, trying to find you the best price, but they want to make sure you're completely insured, too. Their job is to be the expert. And believe me, trust is important in any... I don't care what you do. Trust means everything. You can trust the great people of Purdy Insurance. Great people, tremendous professionals. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Lincoln, Mercury, Kia, Hyundai, great pre-owned inventory, all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Now our play-by-play call of the day. Custer to the outside, four wide. White flag waves, one to go, sponsored by Credit One Bank. Next flag ends it. They're banging off one another. Custer to the lead. Oh, heavy tire rub on the forecast, Kevin Harvick. A rookie is going to win Kentucky. Can you believe it? I never would have believed it till now, Mike. Custer Truex to Benedetto Harvick Blaney. Wow. Off the final turn. Rookie Cole Custer wins Kentucky. How about that? A great win. That was a tremendous race. Yeah, I didn't really see it. Uh, I saw the highlights of it, but didn't really see it. Yeah, it was a really, really good race all the way around. I was disappointed because I'm a Truex guy, but uh, that was great to see Cole Custer win, though. Yeah, yeah. Uh, He's been gaining momentum, and he finally got the win. Yeah, no, good. All credit to him. Uh, The... uh, Uh, quarterback JT Daniels, who had transferred from USC to Georgia, gets a waiver. He can play right away. He's going to compete with that job with uh, the Newman kid who transferred from Wake Forest to Georgia. Russell Westbrook, uh, the Rockets tested positive for coronavirus, but we're still two weeks out. So, and it supposedly he feels fine. And he's not in the bubble, by the way. Uh, he, had, he had not arrived yet. Uh, he, was, uh, he says, currently feeling well, quarantined, looking forward to rejoining my team when I'm cleared. And uh, Westbrook, uh, by the way, James Harden did not travel with the rest of their teammates in. They were all coming in later. 
Uh, players have to quarantine 48 hours in their rooms after their arrival before they're allowed to practice. And uh, Bruno Kamboka, uh, who inadvertently broke the initial quarantine period, well, because of that, he's got to stay in his, his room quarantined for eight days. Uh, and listen to this group of investors trying to buy the Mets. Right now, the Wilpon family has heard from hedge fund billionaire Steve Cohen, who's made the top bid so far of $2 billion. But the JLo A-Rod group has already submitted an initial bid of $1.7 billion. Now, they'd like to sell it to them. You don't have to be the highest bidder, as we saw with the Carolina Panthers in the NFL. He wasn't the highest bidder. I will say this, the sentence that always grabbed me about the sale of the Panthers, $2.2 billion. he paid cash. Oh, what a feeling. <laughs> but listen to this group of investors. They have Hall of Fame linebacker Brian Urlacher, Travis Kelsey of the Chiefs, DeMarco Murray, Formerly of the Cowboys and the Titans. Joe Thomas, who had a great career with the Cleveland Browns. Two-time NBA All-Star Bradley Beal of the Wizards. And Nuggets center Mason Plumley. They're all part of this ownership group. And Jim Cantalupe, the co-founder of the Summit Trail Advisors, is the one that organized the group. So far, they've got at least $1.7 billion. All they have to do is be in the neighborhood, and I think they get it. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now, from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by our great friends at Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. And the Purdy Memorial Golf Tournament currently scheduled for August 5th to benefit the Greater Susquehanna Valley YMCA. Great, great work that they do. And the... They're the beneficiary of this every year. The Purdy's care deeply about the Valley and about their customers. And it's auto home, life, business, bundles. They're looking to save you money. So there's a lot that Purdy Insurance can do for you. No question about it. Purdy Insurance, Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. We're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. And you can go online, by the way, to sunburymotors.com. All right. So, Jonathan Sutherland. Jonathan Sutherland 
Penn State's had some great special teams players over the years. Nick Scott, more most recently. Nick Scott, not only playing defense, he was a great special teams player. But there was a game against Indiana where I think Nick, between defense and special teams, logged in something like 110 plays or some number like that. Well, Jonathan Sutherland, who's becoming a really good safety, is also outstanding on special teams. And he's he's becoming a really good contributor at safety. He had an opportunity last week to meet with the media. Hi, Jonathan. Thank you for uh, doing this today. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Hey, uh, I wonder if you can uh, touch on a little bit how Penn State in general has gone about building this uh, Canadian recruiting pipeline. And for you specifically, how important was it to have exposure to the program from a very young age? Because obviously we've seen you at camps uh, for years and years. Right. Um, I would say, you know, it's great what they're doing, um, uh, recruiting up north and everything like that. You know, there's a lot of um, unrecognized talent uh, up north, you know, where I'm from. And it's just a great thing to see um, that gradually every year, you know, we're seeing a couple more Canadians come by. And, um, yeah, no, it's great to see. Joe Giuliano, Philadelphia Inquirer. Good afternoon, Jonathan. Thanks for your time today. Um, Jesse Lucchetto was saying last week that uh, you guys had an adventure coming back from Canada, uh, you know, having to wait at the border and, and all. Uh, what was that day like for you? How long was the day? And was there any concern that uh, they wouldn't let you in? Uh, I wouldn't say there was really much concern because prior, you know, to arriving at the border, we um, we called the U.S. Um, embassy. You know, we called the Border Patrol. We called everyone and made sure that we were good to clear. Um but yeah, uh, the day consisted pretty much being in the car the whole day, but you know, we got here nice and safely, so. Tyler Donahue, Lions 247. Hey Jonathan, good to speak with you this afternoon. Um, wanted to turn attention to, to that safety room. Um, Trent Gordon moving in, how does he factor in? Why do you think he's a good fit for the position? And then Jaquan Brisker, you're number two. What do you think were the biggest developments for him making that leap from junior college to Penn State in 2019? Yeah, um, as far as Trent, I feel like he'll bring a lot to the room, you know, having played corner. Um, he's real familiar with the secondary already. And um, with Brister, you know, coming from Juco, he did a really good job last year, you know, of getting the playbook down. And uh, that definitely allowed him to play a lot faster. Audrey Snyder with The Athletic. Hey, Jonathan, thanks for your time. I wanted to, to ask you about, um, I know some of the guys are going over uh, state high and working out, a lot of quarterbacks, receivers type of stuff. Um, what are you guys doing without a football right now? Are you at state high? Um, how are you kind of going about that? Um, so for the most part, our voluntary workouts are, um, are being taken place at last right now. Um, I know a few guys have been going to like a couple of local fields or whatnot. Um, during the weekends and our off days uh, to get extra work. Um, but, yeah. Rich Garcella, Reading Eagle. Hi, Jonathan. Thank you for doing this. Can you describe what the voluntary workouts are like? And secondly, what are your chief concerns when it comes to COVID and playing football? Yeah, so the voluntary workouts right now they've been um they've been really they've been really good. You know, we've been getting um a lot of weight room work, a lot of field work, a lot of agilities, conditioning, and whatnot. Um, and as far as the concerns, I mean, 
uh, as of right, like here at Penn State, you know, we're doing a great job. Um, our staff is doing a great job of keeping us safe and all the players are really on the same page. But as far as playing football, you know, we can take care of our end. But at the end of the day, when it comes to competing against other people, we can't control what other people do. So we can keep safe ourselves, but at the end of the day, the concern comes in because we can't control what our um, competitors are doing. So, Tobias Wilborn, Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Um, Jonathan, during the, uh, during the time when you were quarantined, what were some things you had to maybe adapt to nutritionally that you didn't when you didn't have access to the training table? Yeah, um, I would say for the most part, like during the summer, every single summer that I've been here, uh, I've meal prepped my own food. Um, so it kind of wasn't really a, a shock going into this quarantine. But, you know, just making sure that I stayed on top of my meals, getting three great meals a day with, you know, healthy snacks in between, and especially staying hydrated was really important. Next question is, well, Donnie's not here. Let's go to John Sauber with the Sunday Daily, Sunday Daily Times. Hey, Jonathan, did you have any reservations about coming back to Penn State? And do you have any reservations about playing this season with, you know, the fact that, like you said, you can't really control what your opponents are doing, how, how they're staying healthy? I'm back at Penn State right now. No, I, but when you came back, did you have any reservations about coming back? Oh, I mean, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, like everything was kind of – there was no really set date um, at one point. You know, um, the news was changing every single day with this COVID and COVID cases and all that. But, you know, once we got a um, confirmation on when we can come back, yeah, I started making reservations, and Jesse and I ended up coming back as soon as we could. Um, let's go to Mark Wolgerich, SI.com. Sorry, Mark. You there now? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, all Jonathan. Right. Thanks for doing this again. Um, if you can't play, what would that mean to you personally? Or if you have to play in the spring, would you be willing to do something like that? I mean, yeah, if, if the season if the season doesn't end up happening, you know, obviously, like, not even for me, like, the whole team, we put in so much work year and out. Um, and, you know, not being able to play would be, would be pretty it'd – be, it'd, be, it'd be horrible, you know, because, you know, that hard work kind of – went into nothing but as far as that um as far as the season occurring in the spring if that's what we have to do then that's what we're gonna have to adapt to do so next is jack washer wtaj Jonathan, you from your own personal experiences why has canada been able to kind of crush you know the curve and you know the u.s kind of continues to see cases spike up you know what was that like for you quarantining in canada yeah, I feel like um, in Canada, there's just a lot more restrictions, like uh, masks are pretty much mandatory. Um, schooling has like been canceled and all, everything's virtually online. Like they already made the announcement that university and schools won't be returning in the fall or whatnot. Um, and yeah, just pretty much, I guess the regulations were a little bit more strict. And I guess we can see that with the results that are coming in right now, it's very low. All right, we'll go back to the top of the list. If you don't have a question the second time around, just say pass, please. Uh, Mark Brennan, Fight On State. Jonathan, I wonder if you could tell us a little bit, a bit about two guys in your room that we really haven't seen, uh, Tyler Rudolph and, you know, whatever you've seen of, of Enzo Jennings so far. 
Yeah, I'm really excited for Tyler. You know, um, he he had a he had um he's been working this whole off season. You know, um, and I'm excited to see what he's going to do. And uh, Enzo Jennings as well. You know, it was kind of hard not to, um, you know, actually see him and evaluate him because we didn't have spring ball. But um, he's really athletic, and he's just coming into grabs with uh, uh, getting the playbook down now. So I'm excited to see uh, what those two have to offer if we um, uh, go into training camp this uh, summer. Joe Giuliano, Philadelphia Inquirer. Uh, Jonathan, you mentioned earlier about things you can't control when it comes to COVID. You guys can only take care of what you can do. But uh, you've seen uh, other programs uh, across the country having to suspend workouts because their guys tested positive. Does that give you any pause that if there is actual game action against an opponent that, uh, you know, that things are going to be risky for you guys uh, to catch the virus? Yeah, I mean, um, just this past week, uh, North Carolina had to suspend all voluntary workouts, you know, and um, like you said, like if we continue to go out and actually play the season, you know, like who knows what that may look like if uh, if a team um, can't control um, their COVID cases and then they might have to forfeit. I don't know. It's just like, uh, I don't know. We're just going to have to see because it's changing day by day. So we'll just see what happens. But yeah. Tyler Donahue, Lions 247. Going back to the success that Penn State has had recruiting top Canadian players, a couple more coming in uh, with Theo and Malik in, in this most recent class and, and, and more down the road. What do you think that kind of speaks to young Canadian football players who are very impressionable right now, maybe wondering if they're going to have a route to play American college football? Do you think there's a chance that Penn State can, can kind of become a bit of a bandwagon program for a lot of those younger Canadian kids who are looking up to guys like you and, and Jesse and, and the other names I mentioned? Yeah, no doubt. Um, I feel like the more Canadians we bring in, you know, the more inspiration and hope, motivation we give to a bunch of um, the Canadian talent back at home. So, no, I, I, I most definitely, I think that is definitely a possibility for sure. Next up is Audrey Snyder with The Athletic. Jonathan, when you guys are training together, um, my understanding is you're kind of grouped with the same people, whether that's the people you live with and that type of thing. Um, how big is, is that group of people that you're with right now, and who are, is it other safeties that you're with, or who is that? Uh, currently, I'm living with Journey Brown. Um, so, you know, we're, we're uh, partnered up in the weight room or whatnot, and... Uh, we're in the same lift groups, running groups, and all that. Um, but, yeah, for the most part, like you said, um, people who are living together or whatnot off campus are typically going to be working together. Have you guys gotten on each other's nerves yet with all this, this much time together? Nah, I wouldn't say. I mean, we were kind of separated for a long time, so, you know, it was a good, it's, it's a good thing to be back and everything, you know, so I wouldn't say that. No. Rich Garcella, Reading Eagle. Jonathan, from what you've seen at the workouts and how, what you feel, how long do you think it will take to get into game shape? Not just you, but what you from what you've yeah. seen by the guys. Um, for what I've seen so far, like, like basically everyone I've come into contact or seen as of right now is in in great shape right now. Because although we weren't working out, although we didn't have spring ball, guys were still at home and they were still working out. They were still um. They, they were still working, so I definitely seen that when I came back here. But I would say, like, just 
three, four weeks um, of continuing to do the voluntary workouts and we'll be just fine because they, they're, they're really pushing us. So Let's go to Nubias Wilborn with the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Uh, last week, Jesse told us how, you know, he worked out with Carrie Underwood and some hockey players. Um, have you worked out with anybody cool like that or that, that we want to know about? Now, I was, for the most part, just working out with um, with my younger brother and a couple of local guys in my area. I wasn't trying to uh, come into contact with too many people. Next up is uh, John Sauber with the Center Daily Times. Jonathan, how do you sort of view your role as a leader in the safety room now that Garrett Taylor has moved on and, and you're, you know, one of the senior leader or one of the older leaders, I should say, in the room? Yeah, I would say just leading by example, you know, showing the young guys um, how to approach each workout, how to approach each practice, um, how to approach our playbook, you know, just the things, what not to do and things to do. And just leading by example, I would say for sure. Next up is Mark Wilgenrich with SportsIllustrated.com. Jonathan, you mentioned the strength staff pushing you um, in the voluntary workouts. In what ways have they tried to do that? And how do you think maybe you are better, you know, fitter or in better shape in, over these last three weeks? Yeah, I would say, um, you know, with all the time that we lost, we've been doing a lot of running and lifting, you know, in the same days, you know, we'd um, typically go in, we'll lift, and then we'll go for a nice little run, uh, whether that's agility, straight line speed, um, always conditioning at the end too. So uh, they've been pushing us from that um, aspect, yeah. Jack Washer, WTAJ. Jonathan, what are the conversations like with your teammates in regards to with everything going on for the fight for racial uh, equality and social justice? Maybe during the year, continuing that conversation while also you know still focusing on playing football. Yeah, uh, I think our team's done a great job of that. We've had um, many Zoom meetings throughout the past couple months, actually, where. Uh, I would say more than two-thirds of the team, you know, got together to discuss what's going on in our country or whatnot. Um, you know, we have guys from all different cultures, all different ethnicities on the team. Um, so it's a conversation that, you know, needs to be had and has been had. Um, and we've had great dialogue with one another, expressing the concerns, expressing how one may be feeling or whatnot, and what we can do to overall, you know, educate ourselves and, um, just try to fight this um, racial inequality that's going on in this country. All right, we'll go through the list one more time. Again, if you don't have a question, just say pass, please. Uh, Mark Brennan, fight on state. Jonathan, along those lines, the, the situation that happened last year with that, uh, that goofy letter, uh, what did it mean to you to have everybody rally around you, and how beneficial do you think that was to the team at that point, given where we are now? Yeah, I feel like, um, you know, the support I got from my teammates and everyone in this organization was great. Um, you know, I really, I didn't feel alone at all. I felt like everyone had my back and everyone was willing to fight for me. Um, and yeah, it was real supporting. And I appreciated it for sure. Well, he deserves the support. He deserves it. He is, really, he is great to be around. Good player, really smart. Uh, uh, you know, it's sometimes you wonder. Uh, 
how often have I said, you know, like I'm the father of five and the grandfather of six. You can ask my children. Have I ever? Want, it turns out that my children. Have I ever once said to them, "Hey, get your hair cut"? Ever once said to them, "Hey, uh, let's talk about tits"? Never. I don't care if you have long hair, short hair. I don't care if you have tattoos or you decide not to have them. It doesn't matter. Are you a good person? And then, then after that, are you a hard worker? You know, in this case, are you a great athlete? You know, are you so? Are you a good person, hard worker, great student, great athlete, whatever? That's all that matters. People are people. And he's, you know, I was stunned when I found out about that last year. Stunned. Who the heck writes that, a letter about something like that to a, to a student athlete, especially one that's out there busting his backside in the classroom and on the field? Isn't that what you want? Ah, I just shake my head some days. Shake my head some days. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with more in a moment. I know you've already had your the talk with Luke about all these things. It's a good time to do it, too, because he doesn't understand a single word you're saying. <laughs> yes, yeah. all the above. <laughs> we'll come back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK, brought to you by our good friends at Purdy Insurance. Hi, this is Season from Purdy Insurance. We continue to listen to the recommendations from federal, state, and local experts, including the Center for Disease Control, concerning efforts to limit the spread of coronavirus. During this time, our office remains operational and available to service our current and new clients. Our employees will be available by phone at 570-286-5855, as well as email, and have access to our systems to continue to conduct business. Please know that our after-hours emergency service will continue to be available. Based on the recommendations from federal, state, and local experts, our building will be closed to the public during these extraordinary times. Our employees will be working from home to practice social distancing so we can do our part to keep our staff and community as safe and healthy as possible. Please be advised that all face-to-face meetings will be discontinued in favor of conducting business via phone or email. At this time, we ask that you be safe, be well, and be kind, and know that your Purdy Insurance team is committed to the highest levels of service and is only a phone call away. Great to have you with us on the show today. Andrew Marshawn, New York Post, thanks for joining us. Greg Brown, voice of the Pirates, thanks for joining us. Great to hear from Jonathan Sutherland from the Penn State secondary and special teams where he's so brilliant. We'll have more on the show tomorrow, including Zach Kuntz, the Penn State tight end. Neil Kulon tomorrow as well. Today's show has been brought to you by Purdy Insurance. Market Street in Sunbury. Go to purdyinsurance.com. They're the best in the business. And we're in the Sunbury Motors studio. Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, Key Routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf and online at sunburymotors.com.